0: Welcome to Big Dog
1: Lakers Pod.
0: Whoops. Hello, everybody. I'm Ryan Shoemaker here in Eagle Rock, California, with also in Eagle Rock, California, Alex Hanna, and from the Sunshine State, the Windy
2: Apple, uh-huh, the Breezy Sin City, the Golden Hen, all the way from New York City. The... To see
0: what's up, guys? There we go. There oh, he is. I'm <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was waiting for you to say your own name
1: oh yes i am kevin macias yeah how you guys doing good how are you doing buddy i'm i'm doing well i got sent here for work uh i came to try to find a new gm for the los angeles lakers they're having me take interviews with people over here uh i didn't tell you guys this because i didn't have time to see you but Jeannie, uh she direct messaged me and told me hey you're gonna be in new york this weekend See if you can interview Fizz. See if you can interview Fizz. Fizz. See if you can interview Phil. That's what she calls him. She calls him Fizzy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe interview yeah. Phil. Here's the thing, though. You're looking for a new GM. We don't need a new GM. We we still have a GM.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, President. Of basketball <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm um, bad at my job. Yeah.
1: I found a new GM too, and now I'm gonna have to tell him he can't have the job. <laughs>
2: Come like, on.
1: I'm sorry about that, James Dolan. Fellas.
2: <laughs> You're getting James Dolan to be the GM and president of basketball (laughs) operations for the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Fellas, I thought we were going to come in here, talk about maybe Luke leaving and talk about like the last few games.
2: But this was a circus. Call the Ringling Brothers. Uh Uh-huh. Because we got three rings set up in Staples Center. It's time for a circus, baby.
0: Call Hugh Jackman because he needs to reprise his role as P.T. Barnum in Los Angeles.
2: He's the last showman. Is that? He's the, the
0: greatest showman. The
2: greatest showman.
0: Yeah. Uh, guys, magic is gone. Bye. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> First reactions. How you feeling, Kevin Macias?
1: I uh, I love magic. Mm-hmm. He he was bad. He, he was, was bad, really bad. Basketball operations and stories have just slowly started to come out since, and you're just like, God, I didn't know you were that bad. Yeah. At, as at soo- like
0: job. within 24 hours, there was already. The rumor mill was churning.
2: Yeah. He, there were rumors that he didn't actually have an office in the South base facility. Yeah. There were rumors that he didn't actually travel with the team. There were rumors that he actually outsourced his job to a small, uh, a, like a Chinese company mm-hmm. in order to make basketball operations. The Guang. Happen. He, he outsourced Is his last, job wait, to the Guangdong golden, wait, wait. golden the Tigers. Yeah. What
1: the, was the last one? A joke.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: I, th- <laughs> so much stuff has come out with him that I don't know what's a joke. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that he was like, like these people introduced him to like three really solid Chinese tech dudes. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Run some numbers, see what we can get.
0: Well, let's start off with the actual press conference. Uh, we, we were going to do an emergency pod, but then we we're like, no, let's wait till everything is, the smoke is cleared. Uh-huh. And then let's gather our thoughts.
2: Because the smoke didn't clear this week and after I, magic no. Uh, I, I would say <laughs> ghosted on us.
0: Yeah, and honestly, the all the dust has probably not settled yet. No. There's probably still coming out.
2: Yeah, I've been saying in the group chat all week, there's something more to this story than yeah. what's being presented right now because mm-hmm. it feels like Magic wouldn't just up and leave the Lakers like he did.
0: Now, Kevin, you watched the, the press conference, right?
1: I listened to it. Okay.
0: Yeah. So there was a lot of things uh, that came out during the press conference that were kind of... Uh, shocking. One thing uh is that he treated uh he, he viewed Jeannie as a sister, did not warn her at all about this. Another thing is I did
1: this one time. I did the I, I quit a very similar way one time. <laughs> what did you do? When I was fifteen I had a girlfriend and I told all of her friends that we weren't dating anymore and just never told her and I was like, It'll get back. <laughs> okay. How old were yeah. you? I think I was like fifteen.
2: Okay. Did you learn yeah. a lesson from that?
1: Yeah, it's the easiest way out <laughs> <laughs> did you
2: teach magic that's that not, lesson this week that's,
1: that's not true I, I have also ended a relationship in a text message so uh, you know what
2: i feel like that's more direct than telling all of her friends it,
1: yeah the second way the first way was definitely the easiest way out
0: uh another thing that uh, uh during the press conference he Are you ma-
1: okay ryan did you not expect to hear that
0: i mean that was a that was a, a great bit i love it <laughs> <laughs> a great life bit <laughs> Uh, he made no mention of Rob Palenka during the entire press conference until someone asked him if the Lakers should keep him. And he just said, that's a genie question. Uh, yes. He, how,
1: he dodged that. He repeated the question back, which was great.
0: Yeah. He, but throughout the rest of the press conference, he made no mention of working with him, of uh, trading with him, of, of, of scouting players with him. Made no mention of Rob.
1: I don't think he likes him. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he doesn't think he's fit for the job.
0: Well, the day after, he did tweet that he liked Rob. And the day after, he did tweet that he loved Genie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but obviously not to their face. Didn't say any of this.
2: I feel like, except for when they were in the tunnel together, they spent no time together. That makes sense. Like, Did
1: you guys hear the story about Polinka going into the office and asking if Magic was there every day? <laughs>
0: Is, no. that, is that another rumor that came out?
1: Uh, that was a rumor that I had heard, is that he was so, Pelinka was so upset that Magic was never there, that he would show up to the South Bay facility and be like, hey, has anybody seen Magic today? And they would look at him and they were like, you know he's not here. <laughs> and he would just do it to be an asshole, to be like, why isn't this guy, if he's president of basketball operations, why isn't he here?
0: Yeah, I don't, th- are we all in agreement that they probably did not like each other or work well with each other?
1: Oh, I don't yeah. I think they liked each other at all.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I think it was the same thing with Luke as it was with Palenka that Ma- he was installed before Magic got there, so he was automatically the enemy of Magic. Magic wanted his own guys that he could oversee, and Rob and Luke had their own agendas. And their own agendas don't doesn't mean that they had like bad uh, policies with the Lakers. It just means that they had their own goals within the Lakers organization.
1: Yeah. I would say trading your best center for nothing is a bad policy.
2: Yeah, but I still don't know how much of that was Magic and how much of that was Rob. Cause yeah, that's fair. It felt like some of the draft picks were both of them, and I mm-hmm. will give them credit for Kuzma, Mo, Josh Hart, right. all of the good young players. Yeah, but,
0: all, all the guys we weren't supposed to get. Like, we were supposed yeah, to get Brandon Ingram. We were supposed, supposed to, get to get DeAndre Russell. Yeah, Lonzo. Those guys. But, yeah, the guys in the second round, like Jordan Clarkson, uh, Kuz, all those guys. Yeah, we weren't uh, – uh, those were diamonds of the rough that we found. Yeah, those were good Jordan, scouting.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jordan Clarkson predates Rob polinka
2: Yeah, I
0: think Jordan Clarkson oh, and D'Angelo predate. Yeah, well, I was thinking of Jesse Bus too, because he was there for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he's was. he been there. And Ryan West. For
1: future of uh, president of basketball operations, Jesse Bus,
0: Future CEO of the Lakers, I hope.
1: Yeah, we all hope. <laughs>
0: Another thing uh, uh, Magic said is he didn't want to be the one to fire Luke, which I, throughout the whole year, I thought he that he was waiting for that. I, yeah. I thought he was waiting. The, the day after the season, Magic was going to ride in on like a golden horse. A and, golden tiger. Even. A golden tiger and just cancel Luke.
2: I thought that was going to happen.
1: He didn't have it in him.
2: Yeah, I feel like Magic skirted a lot of his responsibility this season because he didn't even let the guys know. I mean, I hate to keep to keep going to the Anthony Davis debacle, but it felt like that whole thing played out in a way that nobody was ready for and nobody was prepared for. And that's your like goal as the president of basketball operations is to keep everybody aware of what's happening within the organization.
0: Well, uh, Dave McMiniman actually came out with something about uh, Magic and the Anthony Davis thing. Uh, his quote was, Johnson reasoned to the players that the fact that they weren't traded meant that the Lakers wanted them more than any other team did. Uh, and then... And the, yeah, exactly. And then uh, this says, the article says another source uh, about this was sketchy on jo- uh, Magic's reason saying, quote, he turned them motherfuckers out. <laughs> so Magic saying that he couldn't trade the four guys meant that he wanted them more than anybody else did. Now, yeah. Kevin, does that make sense?
1: No, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs>
0: that that is is such a good example of how bad
2: magic was with uh player player management he's just trying to do this off the cuff which is nuts he's like okay i got a meeting with the players like i'm just gonna riff it out i'm gonna improv this
1: you know what's great is he did that after the boston game didn't he
2: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: it's like I, i if i were flying to boston to make that speech and then they won like rondo wins the game i would just be like uh you, hey you guys know what no speech after all you seem to have gotten it <laughs> i don't really need to say anything but instead right after the boston game he comes and says this dumb shit and then we start to lose again and everyone was just like man wonder what happened
0: <laughs> it sounds like an ex-boyfriend like trying to get his girl back like, like i broke up with you because i loved you and i'm the only one who wanted <laughs> you <laughs>
1: I had to do that one, too, after the first <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically oh. Magic Johnson.
0: Big dogs breaking big hearts. Um, <laughs> who do we think said that he turned them motherfuckers out, quote? That had to uh, be Rondo,
1: right? I felt like JaVale. <laughs> JaVale. Yeah. It was Michael Beasley.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He had his uh, his fist clenched, like trying to punch Luke. And he was like, I I can't hear what Magic is saying. Uh,
0: Another thing that came out during the press conference, uh, which was immediately debunked. I don't know if this is a conspiracy. uh, I guess this would be conspiracy magic. Was that Magic said that he couldn't congratulate players on Twitter. Or else he would have gotten fined and he had his hands tied behind his back.
2: Yeah, this was one of the big things that he talked about. And I don't think that was a problem at all. Just like tweeting out that he thought people had good playoff games. But what he was like alluding to was he like had to go through the proper channels to like talk to Ben Simmons over yeah. the summer and like work out with him, which like you should do that yes. if it's an opposing player and you're spending two days with him. Yes, exactly. If you're meeting with the player and you're the president of basketball yes. operations, that's insane to just be like, yeah, and I can't play with my friends. <laughs> it's like no, you have a vested interest in Ben Simmons. He's part of like yeah. the Clutch and he's a great point guard in the NBA. And he was also alluding to, like, his fine with, um, uh, Paul with Paul George. Yeah, it felt like that situation rolled out a- in a bad manner, and he felt like he got the league's ire because of it, which yeah. is bullshit, fa- too. He's like a free my agent. Favorite
1: part, my favorite part of that part of the conversation is he says that, and then he goes, I'm just, I'm just going to go back to my good life. Like, I don't need this job. I don't need any job. I'm just going to go back to my good life. Uh, and he's like, I'm gonna go back to my company, all that stuff. And then like two seconds after that, he starts like shouting out ESPN employees and going, Hey, I need a job. (laughs) 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 Hey, you got a job. I need a job. (laughs) And it's like, you just said you don't want a job. You're basically just going up there and be like, yo, I just don't want this job. Yeah. This job.
0: The thing about the tweets too, though, is that, uh, it was immediately debunked. Like people were saying, no, you can do that. You can tweet. Like he, he specifically said A, he wanted to tweet congratulations to D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. And B that he wanted to tweet congratulations to Russell Westbrook on his twenty twenty game.
2: Yeah, which is bullshit because Magic was the one who prodded D'Angelo Russell when he was out the door two years ago. And he should be the one who apologizes on Twitter, not congratulates him yeah. for He brought up D'Angelo like, in this in this press conference. Did you see that, Kevin?
1: He brought what up? D'Angelo. Oh, yeah, where he was like, you know, good for him, all that shit.
0: Yeah, but then he, he still yeah. had a jab at him. He was like, yeah, he just wasn't mature when he was on our team, but now he's mature. And it's mm-hmm. just it, like, you're still trying to kick him? What's going on? Why are you doing you this?
1: Know you know, what's great is I'm looking at his Twitter right now. And yesterday, D'Angelo Russell's new uh, Brooklyn Nets upset the 76ers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And while he does reference yesterday's playoffs games, he never says anything about D'Angelo Russell which is very funny. He's like, you can now add him. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly. And you still
1: didn't do it.
2: No, nah, he he does not get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think magic has like a weird um, relationship with players on the team because in that press conference, he doesn't mention LeBron. He doesn't mention any of the – he doesn't mention Palinka, but he doesn't mention any of the other players on the roster of the Lakers. Like how much time were you actually spending with these people and you don't reference them when that was your main job obligation was to cultivate these relationships with the players? That's crazy. He does reference
1: them and he says that they could all get better. (laughs) He does. He was like Lonzo. I mean, he was was finally playing good. Then he got hurt. Brandon Ingram, he was playing good. And then he got hurt. And then uh, he does that. And he goes, those guys, if they actually get good and we bring in one more person, based like one last jab of like, it's not, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't get good enough. Real dick move.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a dick. Um, this whole thing about uh, congratulating players on Twitter. And uh, it's just a good example of how bad he was. Also him uh, talking about being in meetings with people and him thinking, I ain't gonna be here next year. Uh, it's like that. Well, how much of a dick are you? How bad of a president of basketball operations are you when you're when you're taking these meetings and not letting anybody know?
1: You've never known you were you're gonna quit a job in a meeting. I don't think so. Dude, I just I'm not even joking. I'm not trying to get this bit, I'm not trying to keep this bit going. <laughs> but I did that a month ago. <laughs>
2: Kevin uh, is Kevin Magic Johnson? Kevin is magic, magic Johnson.
1: Johnson. <laughs>
2: Messias is uh, uh Spanish for magic. I own
1: 42 chilies across the Southland.
2: <laughs> Messias uh big
0: dog Messias pretending to be Magic Johnson but in real life. That's uh, that's the new segment of the week.
1: It's, this is it's going to be the last week of the <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so that was the press conference. Did you guys like pick up anything else during the press conference?
1: I know it's dumb,
0: uh-huh. uh huh.
1: But so many people have his phone number. Is that weird to you? What do you mean? Like, uh, Ramona Shelburne walks into the room, and this makes total sense because it's both of their jobs. But like, Ramona Shelburne walks into the room during the press conference, and he looks at her and he goes, Hey, Momo, why'd you call?
0: <laughs> really?
1: So like he looked at his phone. He saw that she was calling. Oh, okay. And then she called because she was backstage and heard what he was doing. So she was like, this can't be true. So she called him, and he didn't answer. And, but then like, I don't know why it's weird to me that people just have Magic's number. Is that weird? I don't think I don't so. Why. Yeah, I don't think so. Cause... It's part of the job. It's totally part of the job. Uh-huh. I know it's part of the job. But also just the fact that Weirdos Not weirdos Because Ramona's <laughs> awesome But I mean We know Ramona Like as a We've been fans of her For a long time mm-hmm. But like Just somewhere In Indiana Where nobody cares About that team Somebody just has Larry Bird's number
0: You're right, <laughs> right Could right. you
1: imagine Just like getting fired By the Gazette And being like Oh you're gonna fire me While well, Larry Bird's Getting crank calls
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're putting on cranky anchors uh, This year Alright <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo Alright, so like we said, uh, as soon as this press conference is over, the rumor mill just went uh crazy, went a buzz. So, uh I mean Woj especially. Did you guys see like Woj's tweets about this? Yeah, Woj is off his rocker right asshole. now. He is an asshole and he is off his rocker. Woj like is so upset with the Lakers and I'm not sure why. But, like, in one of his tweets, he, like, mentioned that this is one of the most embarrassing moments for such a historic franchise.
2: Uh-huh. And Woj is clout chasing right now. Yeah. He's, like, taking shots at, uh, at the Lakers so he gets more clicks. Yeah. It's like he's not, he's not relevant until the offseason, so he needs to take shots at the King, the King being the Lakers, in order to get his fan base riled up and keep his ESPN job.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I know that he's a reporter, and, and you can make hyperbolic comments like that. But if you're not a part of the family, don't speak on the family. Yeah. Like, what do you, didn't you see The Godfather? What are you doing? You don't talk about <laughs> us like
0: that. Your By favorite way, movie. If you,
1: guys if you guys haven't been able to tell. I live my life through Godfather references <laughs> and Biggie's Ten Crack Commandments.
0: All right. Yeah. Kevin, where are you right now? Are you, are you walking?
1: No, I'm in a hotel in uh, Manhattan.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. I don't
1: want to say, I don't want the fans to come to the hotel. Oh, yeah. Start calling you up. Yeah. Some weirdos out there have my number, specifically (laughs) Ryan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I say one thing before I got to go? I have to go because we're going to go to Brooklyn right now and get Cali's, which I've heard is the best pizza. Oh, is that
2: that pizza where they uh, roll it out with a wine bottle?
1: Yeah. It was the dude on Ugly Delicious. Yeah. uh, So we're going to go over there right now. And I've heard I have a long wait ahead of me and I have to like go get in line and take a long train over there. Uh, But I will say that in the group message, Mm -hmm. when we found out that Luke was uh, possibly going to the Queens,
0: Mm -hmm. as Shaq famously said,
1: that uh, I was not happy about that. I don't know why. Oh, right. I I don't want to see him do good with someone else.
0: Well, uh, I think you'll be okay with that because he is a bad coach. Uh,
1: is he though? <laughs> yeah, no, we don't know
0: that for sure. I think so.
1: You think he's a bad? We don't know. Yeah,
0: I think he. So. I think he's a bad coach. What yeah, makes you say that? you
1: didn't like that? him from
0: the beginning. Hmm.
1: But you didn't like him from the beginning. I you didn't. This feels like this feels like when you get a new girlfriend and your friends like, "Yo, she's a bitch."
0: Uh huh. Except and I, I was whole vindicated.
1: Whole the whole re- yeah, but that's the thing is at the end when once you break up. That, that person loves to come back around and be like, I fucking told you she wasn't shit. I told you from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's like, well, I, we didn't know that. Also, maybe I wasn't the best person.
0: Okay, but I, I did know that. And three losing seasons <laughs> in a row? Yeah, I'm vindicated. I, as, as Dashboard Confessional once said, I feel vindicated.
2: Yeah, but all of our players were what? in, like, year two, the second season that Luke was coaching. So mm-hmm. it's not like he had a great roster to play with.
1: Just real quick, real quick. Name the three best players Luke Walton coached on the Lakers.
0: On the Lakers. LeBron James. On the
1: Lakers. LeBron James.
0: Brandon Ingram. Okay. And Kyle Kuzma.
1: But do you see what I mean?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. This-, <laughs> this
1: was their second. Two of those people, this was their second year. One of these people was like 42 years old.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's a bad coach.
1: That's fair. And in the end, that's fair.
0: Uh,
2: Yeah, I have no evidence to to say you're wrong, (laughs) but I also have no evidence to say that you're right. And I have three
0: losing seasons in my pocket.
2: Yeah, I just don't know.
0: I do know. And I did know.
1: All right, I got to let you go. I got a long ride ahead of me.
0: All right, get out of here.
1: Bye-bye. Bye,
0: Kevin. Bye-bye to the big dog. Um. All right. Well, let's. Uh, let's. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about Luke in a second. Let's keep going on this Magic train. Um. Like I said, these rumors going crazy. Uh. The big one I. Th- I. I saw was that. Uh. Throughout the weekend, last weekend, uh-huh. from Saturday through Monday. Uh. At separate times, Magic had lunch with LeBron and Rich Paul. Yeah. Rob Palenka. Yeah. Genie Bus. Yes. Did not say anything about this. He
2: didn't <laughs> say a lick of. <laughs> He had is, he had a three-hour meeting with Jeannie Bus the day before yes. he decided to quit the Lakers, and I think at hour two, you know, when you have just too long <laughs> of a lunch with somebody, that's way like,
1: three-hour lunch. That's three-hour three hour lunch.
2: Long. That's crazy. Oh my god! You're just like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm gonna dip, and I'll see you guys. Yes, uh, but and yeah, in yeah the stands. did not bring it up to any of those people. Uh, I feel like he probably should have. Yeah, I feel like Magic just has one bad moment and is like, well, I'm done with this. I don't need to. Because Bill Simmons was bringing it up that Magic just quits on projects that he doesn't like. Like the talk show that he had, he just up and quit Mm -hmm. like six months into it. The show at ESPN that he had with Bill Simmons, he just decided on a whim two weeks in. That he wasn't going to do it anymore. I think I thought it was like sooner than that. It was
0: like a days before he was like, "I'm done."
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And Bill Simmons just got caught holding the bag on
2: that. Yeah, they had to get in like a uh, um, another ESPN host to fill his spot. Yeah. Last minute, and then the coaching job that he had with the Lakers, he quit within six months. He doesn't. He he wants to take the easiest road.
0: Yeah, he doesn't like failure. He had the easiest road during the Showtime era, and he thought,
2: "Oh, everything else in my life should be like this." Uh huh. And that's not that's not how it works. Meanwhile, he was matched up with uh, the third best player of all time in Kareem, as like the anchor of the defense, and Magic was just the first overall pick, ready to make nine finals in twelve years. My dad says Kareem is the greatest Laker of all time. I would agree with your dad. He's a smart man. I
0: I, I still say Magic is the greatest Laker of all time. As far as
2: playing. As far as playing? Yeah.
0: Just, yeah, playing with the team. Magic is the greatest Laker of all time.
2: I think Magic was the best window into the Lakers organization and what they mean to Los Angeles because he was the ringleader of Showtime, Mm -hmm. getting back into the Magic and uh, uh, Carnival theme. (laughs) He was the ringleader of Showtime. He was ready to uh, let the world know that L.A. is the entertainment capital of the world, and it starts with a basketball organization, first and foremost. Kareem was just there to get buckets. Yeah. Number one in scoring, number one in in my heart right now. (laughs) Number one in size. Uh, This is uh, coming from –
0: this is talking about the uh, October 30th meeting uh, uh, with Magic and Luke. Uh, quote Magic told Luke Walton to shut the fuck up during that meeting. Yeah, I believe that. Do you? I mean, it's so weird that Magic. Uh, I I know this is a a persona that he cultivates, but him telling telling a
2: coach to shut the fuck up that doesn't seem like Magic. Yeah, I don't think it was like malicious, but I do think. I don't think magic ever sounds like he sounds bad. He's always cultivating that like we're nice to each other, we're jovial mm-hmm. tone. Right. But I think that he could have like, oh please, sh- please shut the fuck up. Like, very casual, uh, poke at Luke. Yeah. Um. I don't.
0: Yeah. I, I, it feels like that might be somebody just trying to. This is from the Athletic, and I don't know. That it just feels like they're trying to get clicks on that one. For me, that's what it feels like.
2: Well, I think. Magic, he was just stressed out in the whole position because he had this losing team with LeBron, and there wasn't a lot of um, correspondence between those players, it seemed. Yeah. Because he, I'd like to bring up, like, in that press conference, barely talked about LeBron when he was the tentpole of what he did as the president of basketball operations. Everybody looks at his tenure, and except for that LeBron signing – all of the other moves that he made were tragic moves that set the Lakers back. And I think we've talked about this before. None of us give him credit for the LeBron signing. Yeah, it was easy there. LeBron had uh, the idea to come to the Lakers last season. Yeah,
0: he was coming here. A, a cat could have... could have. This cat, this uh, lucky cat that's in, in our studio right now could have been the president of Basketball association uh,
2: uh, Operations. And LeBron was coming. Yeah, Genie Buss could have told LeBron that he's coming off the bench, he would have still come to the Lakers, earned his starting spot. Yeah, There's no way that he wouldn't come to the Lakers. And that's why I think Magic Johnson looked at his resume with the Lakers and looked at all of the bad things that happened through his tenure. It's like, I got a dip, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of uh, Magic not liking Luke, here's a a quote from Stephen A. Smith uh, about not liking Palenka. Magic wanted Palenka gone, but Genie wasn't willing to sign off
2: on that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think that was part of his problem with the organization too, is just he didn't have the power that he thought he would? I think so. I mean, I don't
0: know. But again, I don't know what he thought this job was going to be. I don't think he knew what this job was going to entail.
2: Yeah. I thought he, I thought he thought Uh he, in his mind, was establishing that he would be like a consultant like Jerry West and just show Mm, up to the meetings. That makes sense. And close deals. Yeah. But that's not how it worked out. Because he was asked to do so much within the organization, scouting, making sure we ha- our roster was coherent, yeah. getting players together and signing players that he just did a bad job and was uh, electing to sign players that were good like four years ago, but not good now. It's like he didn't keep up with NBA and what the trajectory it was.
0: And that was shown uh, in his press conference when he came into the Lakers when all the reporters were asking him like, uh, questions about players, questions about the league. And all his answers were, I'm Magic Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I have five championships. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's like that,
2: that answer is the most irrelevant answer you can think of right now. Yeah. He kept deflecting it as a way to show that he was still Magic Johnson and he was still the best person that you can have in any job whatsoever yeah. because he's a player that people go, oh, I'd like to be aligned with Magic Johnson because he's so successful. Yeah, and I don't like, think that's a Ben Simmons thing. Like Ben yeah. Simmons wants to learn from the greatest point guard of all time. Yeah. But he wasn't adding anything to the Lakers in no. terms of actual value in terms of getting players that were underrated in the eyes of the league but could help the roster achieve success. And he also failed to do that when he traded Zubac. Mhm. We saw, we had a um a player that was on a good contract and underrated in terms of what the league knew he could do. And we traded him away for a one-year guy.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I remember during that press conference, Magic was like, they asked him about how hard it is to be president. And he was just like, I played against Larry Bird. Okay. I think I know about hard times. And it's like, that again, that makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. That's irrelevant. You're deflecting to a story that doesn't mean anything to anybody <laughs> Absolutely. right now. Uh, here's another thing about Rob Polinka uh, again from Stephen A, uh, quote, in my 25 years of covering the league, I've never seen a GM hated as, uh, as much by his peers as Rob Palenka. Yeah. Well, this Mo- is a story that keeps coming. Like this, this is a rumor a- that I think is true now because it keeps coming from different sources. Well, Momo,
2: Ramona Shelberg just released an article reclaiming Rob Polinka's degraded image because it felt like... <laughs> All of the articles released in the past week were telling the public, nobody trusts Rob, nobody wants to work with Rob. Rob is seen as like a, a pariah in the league because of his ex-agent status. And he uh, he would never
0: be the one on the calls. Remember that story? It yeah. was always magic had to be the one on calls.
2: Yeah, and that was specifically for the Anthony Davis trade. Right. Nobody wanted to trade <laughs> against Rob Palenka. But another person came out with an article saying, oh, you want to trade with Magic because he's not willing to make the tough deal. And Rob Blake is so much smarter in making those deals that it would be a tougher negotiation to trade with Rob. And that's why the Pelicans didn't want him on the phone call. Yeah. And that makes more sense to me than they just don't like his image. Because you can work with an asshole, you know? Yeah. Um I mean, that makes sense.
0: But the one thing that uh, didn't make sense to me was you said that Rob Blinka was smart. He might
2: not be. (laughs) I mean, based on the roster that we have right now, it feels like everybody's making decisions with being scared. You can't play scared and you can't make decisions scared. I've been saying this for years. Yeah. Uh,
0: here's the last thing I saw, uh, as far as the rumor mill goes, and this was a, uh, a doozy, but I don't know how true it is, but uh, it came from Tanya G- Ganguly, uh, Lakers beat writer and quote, uh, as word spread through the Lakers organization and the NBA, several people wondered whether Johnson's departure was related, related to a yet to be published article by ESPN that said that is said to address allegations about Johnson's conduct with employees. And then Chris Broussard said, uh, ESPN was working on a story about Magic's mistreatment of employees and also claims that the NBA might have had ESPN kill the story. So did you hear about this? I didn't hear about this. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, they asked him about this during the
2: press conference too. Uh Uh, Yeah, and he sort of waved it off. I heard that question. He was like, I've treated everybody with respect or whatever. Yeah, so I I think this is
0: a, a, a case of him maybe being hard on some people. And maybe, like, this is the Luke uh, telling him to shut the fuck up thing. But I think this whole thing that e- uh, the NBA had ESPN kill the story, I think ESPN was probably working on this story and then found out that their source was bullshit, you know? Uh-huh. Or found out, yeah, things weren't making sense, and that's why the story didn't come out. So I don't believe this, this
2: rumor. Yeah. Well, you can't believe any rumor until it comes true and there's actual evidence of yeah. Uh, malfeasance, but I could believe that Magic was just a bad GM and treated his employees poorly. Yeah, because he was just not showing up and not tending to his relationship within the organization. Yeah, poorly not uh,
0: poorly in the sense that he just wasn't doing his job. Not poorly like he was like uh, verbally abusing people or something. something yeah, like that. yeah.
2: Because it did end up coming out that he was just such a bad GM that he wasn't showing up. Yeah, and that's as. That's yeah. as detrimental to the team as as any uh, allegation. Yeah, yeah. It feels like we actually came out better after this uh, magic debacle. Yeah. But we have to now pick a new president, pres- new president mm-hmm. of basketball operations. Let's
0: get into that. Uh, the first one, uh, the the first one that Shaq brought up said he's he's in the building. He's in the building right now. Get the logo in. Get the logo. Who's only a consultant? I thought he actually like was a, was president or GM of, uh, for the Clippers. No,
2: he's just a consultant. He's a consultant for the Clippers. And I didn't he know was, that. He was a consultant for Golden State because Ma- Bob Myers was still right. the GM for Golden State when yeah. he was when Jerry West was up there. How are we feeling about Jerry West coming back to the Lakers? He's old. He's old. He's 82,000 82, years old. Yeah, eighty two thousand years old. Uh, he was here when the meteor struck the dinosaur. <laughs> and he survived <laughs> in a basketball cave, and he trained. That's why he scored fifty two points. He averaged fifty two points in a playoff series. So he was just training. Ancient big dogs. Uh, I, if it's a consultant
0: role, sure, I like that. I love that. I love that. Um, you can't get enough bright minds in a room. No, of course not. Uh. I don't, yeah, I don't think I
2: would want him as president. No, it just seems like too much work. Everybody yeah. talks about how much of a pain in the ass it is to scout in the modern NBA just because it's a global league now. And uh, Jerry West on an airplane for 100 days, 200 days out of the year seems like he wouldn't want to do that. I I can, I can bring do that. Yeah. Higher Hire Ryan Shoemaker as your next president of basketball <laughs> operations. This is the campaign. <laughs>
0: All right. Here's the next uh, next candidate that uh, apparently Jeannie is very high on. This is like, her favorite. And Woj said that uh, this would be the first call that she makes. Bob Myers. You brought him up just a second ago. Yeah. UCLA alum. UCLA alum. Uh, he's not from here, I don't think. I don't think he's from. No, LA. I don't think he's from. No. Yeah. But uh, obviously doing great stuff with uh Golden, the Golden State. State Warriors. I, I think his tenure was uh, drafting Clay. I think that's when he first started. Yeah, yeah. So he was he didn't uh, draft Steph, but he was the one who kind of put him and him and Jerry were the ones who started putting everything the pieces together, drafting Draymond. Drafting Clay, yeah. Trading Monte Ellis, mm-hmm. getting
2: pieces around Steph Curry that makes sense, and signing Kevin, yeah. David Lee, the acquisition for David Lee, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think and then trading him away, which yeah. Was
2: both a uh, good, both good moves,
0: yeah. So this might, I don't know. This sounds good because Kevin Durant seems to be on his way out. Draymond sounds like he's on his way out. That's still kind of not. It's still hazy, you know. I mean.
2: Depends on what Kevin Durant does exactly in the off season,
0: and Demarcus also he's on a one year deal, so he might just be immediately gone too. Yeah. So I mean, it, there's a possibility that next year, it, the only like Warriors of this era that are going to remain are Clay and Steph. I mean, that's still
2: a good position. Wait, you Clay is a free afraid. agent, isn't he? Clay is a free agent. Oh, so I mean, he might be there. Yeah, but I think they they do everything to keep Clay. Of course, yeah. But there's
0: a chance. There's a chance that Clay leaves. So, I mean, it sounds like it might be a smart
2: move for Bob Myers to move on. Yeah, just because it's... If he wants to be in another rebuilding position, mm-hmm. but he'd be in a rebuilding position anywhere he goes because there's no top team in the league if the Warriors uh, end up collapsing. Right. Like, except for the Oklahoma City Thunder, there's no team that has their stars locked up for another four years well yeah but the lakers have lebron locked up for three years yeah that's and true s- and
0: so th- i think just that fact again we have to remember lebron had a good year this year yeah when he 28, was 28 8 and 8 yeah and uh, i saw that his uh i didn't save this but they i saw a graphic of his numbers all before this year and his his numbers this year it was all the same yeah he did not have a dip this year at all
2: well, he had to dip defensively, Yeah, he
0: got... But that, I think that, that's been a train that's been leaving the station for a while now. Yeah.
2: In his last few years at Cleveland, he was not playing defense. He was not playing defense. No. He was saving himself for the offensive yeah. end. But I I don't know if a GM says, look at the decline of LeBron on one end of the, of the court. Can we sustain him for a championship run in the next three years? I think that's going through their mind. Yeah. But I think, I think they're good with that. You, look, if I'm a GM and I got LeBron James locked up, I'm licking my lips. <laughs> uh, all right. Bob Myers. Bob Myers, great pick. If I, we get him, that that seems to be like A. We got a talented five-star That recruit. is good. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, he's proven to be successful.
2: And he's proven successful not on
0: other people's coattails.
2: Yeah, I think one thing that we have to bring up is that we are the Lakers yes. and we're printing money like it's going out of style. <laughs> we're making money in the Lakers organization. yeah so we can offer every GM more than their replacement on any other team right. And if you're getting paid the most in the league and you are part of the Lakers organization, arguably the most popular team in the league. That seems like a cushy spot to be in. And that seems very enticing for Bob Myers also. Yeah. Here's the last uh,
0: legitimate president uh, candidate, uh-huh. which was immediately uh, debunked. I, re- I saw that this, someone tweeted that this hire was going to happen the next day. Hey, Ryan, can I tell you something? What's up? Money talks. Money talks. And bullshit. It leaves. It leaves. Uh, David Griffin. Yeah, but he's locked out. <laughs> he uh, I, I wanna find that tweet because someone said it and it was like a reporter, someone said this this hire is going to happen before the end of tomorrow. Uh-huh. And it did not happen. He yeah. went to the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh David Griffin, I don't know how I would have felt about that.
2: I I wouldn't have hated it. You didn't like it in the group chat. You said that he didn't do enough in Cleveland to lead you to the expectation that he would do a lot in the Lakers organization.
0: He is a a guy, like, it's complete. his his tenure in Cleveland and LeBron's, uh, tenure with the front office in Miami were completely different. It did feel like cl- the Cleveland front office was trying to placate him and trying to make him happy, whereas Pat Riley and Spolstra were like, no, you're buying into our system. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Pat Riley and Spolstra made the master plan of LeBron with shooters around him, yeah. LeBron and Dwayne with shooters around him, because that's what they led the uh, the other people on the team 2B, because Mike Miller was an all-time three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen was an all-time three-point Bird shooter. Man. and And um, Chris Bosh became a stretch five in the first stretch five that we saw in the league. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then we got... And here's a couple other rumors
2: I saw for
0: uh, president of operations for Los Angeles Lakers. Uh-huh. Dale Demps. <laughs> Did we just hire him? No. <laughs> no pass. I was, no. Yikes. Bet. And you ready for this? This is two to one odds in Vegas for the next president of basketball operations for Los Angeles Lakers. Two, two to one, one odds. Kobe Bean Bryant. Pass. <laughs> Pass. That's not gonna
2: happen. He's got too much going on. He's
0: got way too much going on. He's got to figure out where to put his Oscar in his house. Yeah, that's a full time job. <laughs> that is a full time job. Uh, two to one odds. For yeah, Kobe that's Bryant. crazy. That is crazy because that'll never happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. That's. I think that's what it came out as. Uh, like the day after, and that that. Those odds have to be completely changed by do now. Do you think
2: it's because Rob and Kobe would team up as the president of basketball operations of the GM and that's the idea that people are making and then people love Kobe Bryant so much? Yeah. But he... I mean, I don't think... He has too many conflicts of interest because he ha- still has a shoe deal mm-hmm. and he still has people in the NBA attached to that shoe deal. So he'd be giving up millions of dollars yeah. to get this president of basketball I wouldn't do I don't know if I'd be able to do that just based on the contract yeah here's another one that i don't think i like um
0: because it's not proven yet and this is a big job yeah ryan west ryan west son of jerry west i don't i don't like ryan being promoted that far up so soon this is like he's a young guy i think right yeah he's he's a young guy he, he's been scouting for us. He's uh, he's worked under Magic. He worked under Palenka. He worked under. He probably worked under the cup Check too. Yeah. Uh. But I think scouting and then being in
2: control of the entire team that's a huge difference. And I don't think he's ready for that. This does feel like a Don and Donnie Nelson situation in uh with the Mavericks because you know Don Nelson was the GM for a long time with the Mavericks. Drafted Dirk. Found talent to lead them to those 2006 and 2011 championships. And his uh, son, Donnie Nelson, was also a scout for them for a long time and then became the president of basketball operations for the Mavericks later on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if the, the nature of Ryan West is the same as Jerry West, that would be a great pickup that nobody saw coming because he's just so green. In the eyes of the league. He's way too green. And you think he's way too green. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's my favorite color. Yeah. But not good when you're having to run an entire team.
2: Uh huh. Here's the last thing I think we'll say about this whole thing. Oh, is, wait. I got oh, a, I got a Dark Horse candidate. Let's hear it. He's up in Canada. Masai Uriji. Yeah,
0: I've been hearing that name and other names around the league who already have a good job.
2: Uh, like, I don't think Masai is going to leave... Toronto. Yeah. Do you think that if Kawhi leaves Toronto, Masai also leaves Toronto? The thing is, we we would we would
0: already have any president by then. You're right. We got to have a president by the next two weeks, right? Yeah.
2: We, since the draft is coming up, and we should have a good spot in the draft. Uh, Can you imagine if we get the number one spot? Oh my God! Can, I could my you, home.
0: everybody out there listening around, I'll just imagine those ping come come out and number 1 Los Angeles Lakers I I I I can't, can you imagine how hated we
2: would be we're already a, a joke oh it would be a conspiracy for decades oh my god yes there would be so many conspiracies yes. out there that we rigged it that <laughs> the the ping pong ball was made in Los Angeles and the whole machine was made in Covina and <laughs> They decided to rig it for the Los Angeles Lakers. But, (laughs) man, I would be so excited that that we get Zion. Insane. Uh, But, you know, we can't look at it like that. We got to establish what the odds are. Yeah. And I think the best chance that we get is to uh, get a new president of basketball operations within the next month. Yeah. Because it's such a big job. Uh, or Rob might just take over, and you know, us big dogs hate that idea. Well,
0: that's what I was I going to talk about. Is that Ramona Shelburne tweeted out, "quote I think Rob Palenka will ascend in more of a role of power. He's an executive they trust and who they are working with closely to uh, closely already." You don't like that? I don't like that. I don't. I don't trust Palenka. Uh, I think him calling uh. Him calling KCP mana in the desert is very indicative to how uh, stupid of a GM he is.
2: Yeah. You think that there's no past move that makes you think that he could have future success within the Lakers organization? I don't think
0: so. I think him and Magic proved they didn't do anything, and they only prove that they're bad executives. Yeah, I believe that. I give him uh, the same amount of credit I give Magic for the LeBron signing, for the Zubots trade, for... Uh, trading away D'Angelo Russell just to get rid of Mozgov like I, I uh-huh. don't I don't I don't like any of those moves. Yeah,
2: even getting Kyle Kuzma, you know, he might have been on the board later on, and we might have been able to swoop him up. Uh, he was getting a club
0: sandwich somewhere. He yeah. was, he was getting a a a, a Ruben somewhere, and then uh-huh. came, he wasn't even in the room when when Kuzma was uh, drafted. No. Uh, yeah, so I don't trust that. Yeah. Another uh, rumor was that uh, so uh, Masai. I don't think he's. I don't think that's. There's any. Uh huh.
2: Sam Presti. Sam same, Presti. That's same what, deal. Yeah. I don't. think He has any. too nice of a job in Oklahoma City. Yeah. But you so, know, I think I think Jeannie Buss is out on a payphone on Figueroa. <laughs> <laughs> she's calling him up just to make sure that he doesn't want the job. <laughs> you know, I can offer you a lot of money, but you yeah, don't calling. want the job. Yeah, she's calling for sure, but. That's that call is going to be uh, thirty
0: seconds long. Uh that's all the news that we had this week. There's nothing. Oh uh, well,
2: Luke. Oh Walton. Uh huh. Head former head coach of your Los Angeles Lakers. You say former? Yeah, because he got fired. He
0: got fired. Now I thought he was going to be day one fired, but uh, the Kings beat us to it. Uh huh. Cavs beat us to it. Yeah. Who was the other one? There was one the more. The Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies. Fired Bickerstaff. Yes. Yeah. Um, not Bernie Bickerstaff, who w- who went undefeated as a Lakers interim coach before we got Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, J.D. Bickerstaff. Uh, J.D. Bickerstaff. Uh, Luke Walton, fired. I feel good about this. Well, you hated Luke Walton since never day one. Never liked him. Never trusted him. Here's the thing. In sports, uh-huh. especially with coaching, you can fail upwards for so long. Yeah. Uh, Luke never proved he was a good coach. He got a new job immediately. Now he's coach of the Sacramento Kings. Uh-huh. That was like two days later. He got a new job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coaches. Uh, uh, what's his name in, in the end of the Browns coach? Hugh Jackson. Sure. Statistically, the worst coach in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Was fired after three seasons. Immediately got a job with the Bengals the week after he was fired. Uh-huh. You can get a job in yeah, coaching uh, and just fail upwards for so many years. Yeah, you I make think, so much money off this.
2: I think you're if you're attached to uh, the league like Luke Walton is, he has a pedigree of being a Golden State coach when they were the most winning team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You can fail your way in any team. Yeah. But I'd like to say I think Luke Walton is going to go off with these Kings. Do you th- you're you're <laughs> giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo. Uh
0: I I, I, we talked about this earlier. I don't I don't trust it. I don't think. Uh, also, why is Vladdy
2: making a decision that quick? Well, I think he saw the landscape. Cleveland needs a new coach. There are so many teams that need a new coach. Why not? If you see a guy who's had success previously, and he's the best option. Oh, who had success previously? Luke Walton. Oh,
0: did he have success previously? Yeah, as an assistant coach well, with mean, the Go. You mean when State he Warriors? had three losing
2: seasons with the Lakers? Look, you're right. and I'm not going to argue that he didn't have three (laughs) losing seasons for the Los Angeles (laughs) Lakers. I'm just saying that first season was Kobe Bryant's last season. The second season was Brandon Ingram's second season, Mm -hmm. and he was a star of our team. There wasn't a star on our team brighter than brandon ingram (laughs) and he might not even be an all-star and i won't say that he won't be an all-star but he might not be an all-star but he was playing so good before he uh he was averaging like 30 points 28 points before he got deep venous thrombosis Thrombosis. deep vein thrombosis i saw it said venus i don't know what article you're looking at (laughs) but you gotta you gotta look at some goddamn youtube videos Deep Venus thrombosis. Brandon was playing so
0: good. Anyway, Luke going to the Kings. I don't know if the... I know the Kings didn't
2: make a good decision. You don't know. I don't know if they made a good decision, yeah. but I think that they have a roster that lends himself to Luke's style of play, up-tempo, shoot it early in the shot clock. You have uh, Buddy Heald, who's becoming one of the all-time great three-point shooters, just broke the record for most threes in his first three seasons. And then you have De'Aaron Fox, who's a great point god. I, I, I did say... I famously said uh-huh. that uh, De'Aaron Fox should have been drafted
0: over Lonzo Ball. Yeah, he ate his ass up in uh, the NCAA tournament as twice. A, as Aaron Fox said, uh-huh. my son ate his ass up twice. Yeah. So how do we feel about Luke getting fired? You've, you don't know I feel him? good about Luke getting fired. Okay. He yeah. didn't belong on the team anymore.
2: No. It was... The bridges w- were burned. He no. was
0: still working like he was going to be the coach. Yeah. He, he was fired in the tape room.
2: Well, he was, was watching tape. Well, there was a um, discussion between Luke Walden's agent and Rob Polinka of whether Luke still had a position in the Lakers organization mm-hmm. and if they could mend the re- relationship going forward. But Rob Polinka made the executive decision yeah. that it just wasn't going to work out. We need a veteran coach in here to, um, get the lakers to where they want to be which is in championship contention as of right now there are two main candidates for the los angeles
0: lakers head coach job. yeah how do you feel about both of them don't feel good about either no again we're talking about failing upwards yeah uh, the first one not so much failing upwards but not proving himself yet which the first one i think the, which is the main one tyron Liu. tyron Liu. He's got a championship. Lakers legend. Lakers legend. He's he's got Laker he's got Lakers pass, which uh-huh. I, I think apparently in Genie's mind that makes you the greatest uh candidate for any job is if you had any history with the Lakers. Yeah. I, which I
2: think is a bad way of
0: it's a horrible hiring people. Way. Yes. I don't feel good if Tyron Liu becomes our, our coach.
2: Yeah. Did you know that in his last season with LeBron they had the twenty eighth worst defensive efficiency in the league that makes sense they still made the finals. <laughs> 28th worst defensive team in the league
0: i don't think tyron lu has been proven to be a good coach nah. and we didn't get a chance with that because he was fired like what seven games into his first lebron list season yeah because he was zero and seven yeah so maybe let's take that with what well, you will uh yeah, so we didn't get a full season of him without LeBron the way we got full seasons without LeBron in uh, Spolstra, uh-huh. which Spolstra looks like a good coach without LeBron.
2: Yeah. Oh, Spolstra looks like he, his teams would be 21 teams without yeah. him. Yeah. So Tyron Lue, not proven to me. Yeah, and I don't know if his health is good enough to coach the Lakers because it's such a bigger... I mean, Cleveland was a big deal... And he kind of folded under the pressure. His body betrayed him, yeah. and that it sucks for Tyron. But I don't know if we want to keep him in that position as the Lakers face behind LeBron James.
0: We talked about this a couple weeks ago, and it it, it bears repeating because I think this is important. We and I think Genie will never get over this. We have to get over big names. Yeah, this Tyron Lou is
2: just a name. Or names that are attached within the circle of the people that we want or the people within the organization. We have to get over this.
0: Yeah. It's like uh, she's like a a dog that just sees a squirrel and just goes after it. Uh It, it, We have to get over that. We can't keep doing this.
2: Yeah. It's like the Brady Quinn effect. Brady Quinn was the most lauded player. Johnny Manziel, same thing. Mm -hmm. They were both the most lauded player out of uh, college and yet they couldn't produce in the league because they just weren't great quarterbacks. No, it's a whole different game, Yeah, college to pros. Second
0: candidate, this is failing upwards, Monty Williams. Monty,
2: Monty Williams. Monty Williams,
0: former New Orleans Pelicans head coach. head coach. And I think, again, this is the, we're trying to placate other players with hires. Uh, he was uh, Anthony Davis' first coach yeah. in the league. And I think that's the only reason why he's given consideration, serious consideration.
2: And the Pelicans were better when they fired him. Exactly. They, they were got, a bad team with him. Yeah. They got Alvin Gentry and Alvin Gentry unlocked Anthony Davis yes. and got them to sweep the trailblazers in the first round. The first year he was head coach. Why are you going uh, downgrading in Monty Williams? And it looks like he's the 76ers assistant coach right now. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going to get swept by the goddamn nets. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, They're getting I, booed in Philadelphia, which isn't hard. I've gotten booed <laughs> in Philadelphia. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I said Rocky is not as good as Creed. <laughs> there you and go. And they said, "Go fuck yourself!" Mm-hmm. Boo, boo, boo. Threw batteries at you. Uh, no, that didn't
0: happen. But <laughs> uh, Monty Williams—he, this is a this is a a perfect example of failing upwards. This is yeah. what this is. Sure.
2: Or it's failing towards your
0: connections. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's better. That's better sounding. I uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, we don't feel good about any of the uh, coaching rumors so far.
2: Yeah, but we haven't felt good about the coaching rumors no. since the season dipped. Yeah. And we knew Luke Walton was going to get fired. Right. Well, nothing ever came out. I mean, it was Jason Kidd and Tyron Lue all year. Yeah. And we both didn't like J- Jason Kidd. No. And Jason Kidd stopped getting plays when he shit on the Lakers mm-hmm. on national television. Yeah. So... I don't know any listeners out
0: there feel. We don't feel good about this right now. It's, it's, it's what is this, April 14th, 12, 12, 15, 1234 in the afternoon right now. And the rumors that are on our plate right now, uh-huh. I'm not eating it. No. I'm not, I'm not, sir, take it back. I'm sending it back. Sending it back. Yeah, the cook is
2: bad. Yeah. Get him out of the kitchen.
0: Yeah, I don't like any of this. There was one more firing uh, this past week that I think we were all high on and we all liked. Uh-huh. The medical staff. Oh, yeah. Get him out of here. Get John V's ghost out of here. <laughs> this was something that was very important because we talked about this all year. Th- these injuries were out of hand. Uh-huh.
2: It- it's crazy. We missed 212 games collectively because of injuries.
0: Letting Josh Hart <coughs> on the court. when I th- What was the quote that they were like... Maybe you can play. I yeah, don't know. It isn't going
2: to hurt the knee. That's
0: insane. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well,
2: uh, it ain't going to hurt anymore. And they did the same thing to Joel Embiid this past week of, like, he can play and it's not going to hurt the knee. He looks like he looked bad out there. He wasn't making threes at all because his knee was clearly hurting him. This- and Josh Hart, on the when you saw him play, wasn't finishing alley-oops, wasn't jumping like uh, a star shooting guard should. Yeah, I mean that first game back from injury, he didn't leave his
0: feet once. No, no. So this is good. I we're all happy about this. I'm going to speak for Kevin on this one that we're all happy about this. Yeah. Here's an odd story that uh, I, I I don't know if maybe it's indicative of the the whole season or like a metaphor for the Lakers, but Lonzo Ball threatened to get surgery in Philadelphia. Where was it? No, in Ohio. Ohio. Next Uh Aspire. This is, again, Alan Foster whispering in his ear before he was fired. Uh,
2: yeah, Alan and Lavar. Yeah. Threatening. This was a joint decision.
0: So they told the Lakers. I don't even know if they told the Lakers or something because it, it, this, this is a weird story. Lonzo uh, was going. like He was on his way to get uh, unsanctioned surgery on his ankle. Uh-huh. And I think Magic and Rob
2: got wind of it at the very last second. Yeah, because he was in Ohio yeah. to get surgery. And somebody, somebody asked Lonzo why he was traveling to Ohio. That's it, yeah. And, uh, and he got news that he was going to get surgery on the ankle, even though that was against the Lakers medical requests. And he didn't even ask for a second opinion. He just decided to get it.
0: Yeah, and then the Lakers were like, Oh, we are ripping up your contract if this happens. Yeah,
2: they could they could void his contract and say that he was not getting paid the rest of the money, which he needs after losing the money to Alan Foster. Uh so that's a good thing that Magic and Rob did. Yeah, that he was in he was in the office for that at least. Yeah. He was on the phone call to say, Hey Lonzo Ball, don't get elective surgery for your ankle. It'll heal in time. Yeah. But I think Lonzo wanted to get back on the court. I guess
0: so, but I'm so happy this that happened. This is yeah. this is just another example of how Lavar is an idiot and Alan Foster deserved to be fired, and he's getting sued.
2: Yeah, the rationale was this guy treated Le'Angelo really good in his surgery, and that's the dumbest explanation for choosing a surgeon ever. <laughs> yeah. Don't let anybody who's touched Le'Angelo next to <laughs> Lonzo. Exactly. I don't need that energy passing off. <laughs>
0: So those are the biggest stories this this week. I mean, uh, <laughs> we had a game. We did have We had two games. <laughs> we had two games. I, uh, Utah and uh, the Trailblazers. Trailblazers. That Trailblazers game was so fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. And I said during the game, this will be one uh, uh, one of the best wins of the year, if not the best one of the year, if we can get this one.
2: Uh huh. It solidified Caruso's MVP campaign for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. He had fourteen assists. Mm-hmm. And then Mo Harkless said. Nope.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, uh, And we lost that game. Yeah, he hit a corner three over and, Mike Muscala. And that was the cork on the season. Yeah. That was uh, everything in the bottle. That's the cork. Didn't leave me with a good taste in my mouth no. for next season. Of course not. We had some exit interviews this uh-huh. past week. None of them, uh, no one said anything bad about Magic. No one said anything bad about Luke. But that's to be expected. Yeah. There- I think the
2: guys liked Luke. Yeah. That's also one of my points. Pro Luke is everybody sort of liked Luke mm-hmm. except for Michael Beasley, right? Yeah, but that's just because of playing time. Yeah, uh, Tyson Chandler with uh, big news—he's staying one more year.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, that—that'll be his last year. Yeah, his daughter is in high school, and he wants to uh, be—I guess—be around her games, Going to those those high school parties. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he said. <laughs> He's looking to get lit a little bit, but <laughs> well, that's where he, he wanted to watch his uh, his little girl play some basketball. Yeah, Los Angeles native, Pearson Chandler. Los Angeles native. Speaking of uh, Los Angeles, I don't know if he's a native. I don't know how I'm going to segue into this. Uh Uh, Mark Mad Dog Manson, Laker dancing great. (laughs) Uh Got a new job. Yeah. Got a new job. uh, Coach of the Utah Valley University men's basketball team.
2: And honestly, good for him. He was... Big dogs making big money. I don't don't know know how much money he's making, though. I mean, I think he's making a little <laughs> bit of money. He's probably making some money. He was a great assistant coach for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He was a great... Fired. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> there was
0: one coach who's, like, stayed on. Like He's, like, the only one listed on the Lakers website as a
2: coach. That's weird, because yeah. wouldn't a head coach move in and yeah. create his own coaching staff? <laughs> I think it
0: might have been a mistake. Uh, someone in IT messed they up. They didn't delete it enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, but, yeah, on the Lakers website, there's one coach listed. Uh, I mean, good luck. You ready for a conspiracy? I'm ready. All right. Uh, I got I got a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, Ryan. Uh, is it that
2: the earth is flat? Well, uh, oh, well we're not getting into <laughs> <that> it. <either. laughs> Ryan, it's flat. I Yahoo! have the diagram. I have a diorama that shows it's flat. No. Lonzo Ball has signed with CAA. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. I thought it was clutch. I had all my money on clutch. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it would be clutch. lost a lot of money.
0: no. no. Here's the conspiracy. You ready for this? I'm listening. Uh here's three other uh clients on C- CAA. CAA, which is like a, a Hollywood agency. Yeah. Like. Yeah. DeAndre Russell, uh huh, Julius Randle, yeah, and Paul George. Wow. Uh those are the three big basketball clients on CA in CAA. Uh here's the thing though, there's a big rumor, and this is not really a rumor. Uh one one CAA agent. Aaron Mintz has a giant beef with? with Rob Palenka. Wow.
2: Oh, cause he got the job over him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so his, uh, Lonzo signing with CAA is kind of like, okay, what's going on here? See, This is the listeners. I, this is why you want to listen to this podcast. We're getting deep into this. Uh-huh. Him signing with CAA is not that big of a controversy. Yeah. But if he hasn't picked an agent yet, if he picks Aaron, this, this guy, Aaron Mintz, I think this is going to be a huge story.
2: Yeah, because he's been the arch enemies, uh, arch nemesis yeah. of the Los Angeles Lakers for two years now. Yeah. And it feels like his clients aren't getting the due respect that he wants out of the Lakers organization. I I, I almost hope
0: he he signs with Aaron Mintz. That would <laughs> just make him uh,
2: more of a circus i want more circus you want more of a circus out of the los angeles lakers i i I want drama you're you're putting four rings in the in the circus tent (laughs) i think so there's Uh, already so much drama yeah we had
0: so much drama we didn't really have like a our own exit interviews with the season and with the with uh, the players coaching what we feel about next season we'll probably Uh talk about that next week then yeah
2: wait ryan you want want to do a quick exit interview no, no. Ryan, how do you feel about the
0: season? I feel uh, that we're going to talk about it next week. That's it. Right. <laughs> when Kevin's back. We'll have Kevin back. We'll talk about the season. We'll talk about uh, next season. Uh, but thank you guys for listening.
2: Yeah, we have a whole roster
0: to fill. Yeah, we have a roster to fill. We'll talk about uh, uh, players, who we want, who we think we'll get. Yeah, new GMs. New GMs. No, new presidents. New presidents of basketball. Operation. I hope there's a new GM. We can only but hope. But right now, it doesn't look like <laughs> Right it. now, we can only hope. Uh and that's what we want everyone out there to do. Hope. Uh huh. As, um, as Morgan Freeman's character Red uh once said, I Crood. hope. I hope. Uh huh. Thank you guys for listening. This was a crazy week, and uh we thank you guys for listening to this Lakers podcast for your Lakers news. Uh make sure to like, subscribe, comment,
2: rate, leave five stars, comment, uh huh, rate. Create a viral video. Create Hit a viral sensation. video. Tag it in a rap song. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, you're out here. If uh, Say Big Dog Laker Pod <laughs> in one of your rhymes. Email
0: us at uh, bigdoglakerpod at gmail.com. You know why this is missing. You know. Uh, and uh, if you, it, word of mouth, get some word of mouth out there. If you see anybody with uh, a purple car, a uh-huh. purple or yellow car, Ram them off the road, T-bone them, run a red light and T-bone them and let them know about this podcast.
2: Yeah. Dress up in a police officer's uniform and uh, pull them over. And instead of giving them a ticket, give them a flyer for the Big Dog Lakers pod. Yes. Commit felonies is what we want you guys to do out oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go to a go-kart track,
0: litter the place with Big Dog Lakers pod <laughs> merch. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Um, we're done here in the garage. Alex, yeah. what are you going to do?
2: going to play some basketball Ooh. and uh watch these playoffs. It's a big basketball game. I know. Uh Dodgers are on right now, I think. So I'm going to I'm
0: wow. going to watch the Dodgers after no uh in a little bit they're on. I'm going to watch the Dodgers. Uh I need to get a car washed too.
2: Yeah, I feel like the pollen has made all the car
0: dirty. My car is nasty. My yeah. car is a nasty woman. Yeah. That's what my car is. Your car <laughs>
2: Is it Ariana Grande? Yeah, there we go. You do write Ariana Grande to and from (laughs) comedy shows. I just try to
0: plug the Big Dog Laker pod to her. (laughs) 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 Thank you guys for listening. We love everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.